0: time
1: when the fun begins you may now have fun hi i'm phil i'm mark and i'm riley and welcome to organize
0: fun the board game podcast where this week we've been playing tiny library but as usual business first uh riley welcome back
1: thanks good to be back
0: what is new with you in in gaming obviously you know i don't care (laughs) if you've bought a new jacket whatever
1: why buy clothes when i can buy board games that's a very it's a very legitimate philosophy of mine
0: that's why you see so many homeless people in the streets surrounded by board games but without a place to live
1: yeah Yeah, they've built shelters out of their board games that's what i've done i tell everybody i moved into a house earlier this year but really i just built a house out of board games because i couldn't afford rent anymore
0: okay would if this were true would you keep them in their boxes or would you unfold the boards to get more like surface area
1: oh no i'm too much per- of a perfectionist so they're all still fully formed boxes yeah they're more like idea. bricks oh, okay you know, yeah, like like... insulation hmm? and
0: maybe you could leave yeah. them in the um shrink wrap so that they're waterproof
1: oh that would have been a good idea why didn't i think of that
0: but then it would make it difficult to choose which one to play because you'd have to dismantle part of your house
1: <laughs> y- yes <laughs> You're
0: like, well we can't play that one because it's holding up the porch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely been problematic. I've rebuilt several times. <laughs> Learning to choose which one is crucial. It has been a has been a process.
0: It's it's a load-bearing game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh there well, I'm working on my game a little bit, which is called Solar Express. That's new, and Protocon is coming up, which is an online playtesting event on August twenty-eighth. I know the day.
0: <laughs> Have you got much uh, work to do on that to get it play ready?
1: Oh, kind of. I tried to redo my like mission cards, essentially my cargo cards, and that's been a really slow process because I wanted to make it pretty. But if I don't finish that, I've got my old style ones that work. Cool.
0: Do you know what though? When you get it ready, we can play it, and you can do a promo side.
1: <laughs> Ooh, yeah! <laughs> you can come on and plug
0: your own game.
1: You'd be playing some. There's some changes changes I made from the last it was called protosynthesis last time but we changed the name to protocon because there's like a physical uh, protocon as well that we do here in Utah and yeah so I did it last time and I haven't really play tested it much since but there were a couple big changes I made so I'm excited mm-hmm. to actually get to play that out. No that'll be good fun.
0: Um, also on the business we haven't done the business for a while so no. it's kind of built up so one thing from our episode with Tim, we were talking about, is there a next Forbidden Game on the cards? Mm. There isn't one. So I thought, I'd ask us the question, if we were, if there was to be a next Forbidden Game, what theme would it be? Are you familiar with the Forbidden Island, Forbidden Desert, Forbidden... Oh, you've got them. Yeah. They you can't them. see them,
1: they're <laughs> just below camera. <laughs> so we've got air, sort
2: of desert, and water so far. Yeah. yeah.
0: So what would the next one be? Were uh, it to exist? Well,
2: I would naturally say, like, forest. Okay.
0: Okay. What would be the element of? Because you think about it, each round, either we you know like something happens,
2: uh or like a forest, or a, some kind of where where the earth goes under. So that's when you're losing your tiles. You okay. You see what I mean? Like
1: something under the ground. Yeah. Like an earthy one.
0: Okay.
2: Seems
1: natural.
0: fair I enough think. Riley, what would you go for?
1: So your first one was water. The island was the first one. So it's like sea level, and then desert, which is the opposite, no water. Yeah. Then sky. So then you got to go either to outer space or or underground. Mm. (laughs) I think underground would be the opposite of in the (laughs) sky, right? Yeah. But But then also... Oh, what? uh, what?
0: No, I was going to say, so what would your element of, you know, like, because each round a bit of the island sinks or the sand builds up, what would be that element? Would like the underground tunnels collapse or something, maybe?
1: Yeah, eventually they could collapse, maybe. Maybe it's like, well, that's just island again, if if there was like a raising water level in the caves. Mm. But I actually really like the forest idea because you could have like mists and the mists would come and like that would be your tile shuffling and changing and
0: that would work Mm. yeah i think i don't know maybe something to do with fire like spaces could catch fire and that would be your volcano Ooh, a volcano yeah forbidden volcano (laughs) that could work so basically if you're listening matt leacock and you're stuck for some ideas you've got three perfect perfect ideas right there um also, you know Exit? Oh, yeah. They've done an advent calendar. Oh, yeah. I saw a picture of this. And each like each of the 24 or 25 boxes has a new puzzle in it and takes you through the story. What do you think about that? Um, well, how long are the puzzles? Like, if I do one
2: every single day.
0: Well, yeah.
2: Like, that's quite a lot of time. That's
0: how an advent like, calendar yeah, works. Yeah, I know. But, like,
2: <laughs> there's, like, you know, figuring out a puzzle for an hour or eating a bit of
0: chocolate. <laughs> I suppose it's a bit different <laughs> <laughs> yes true um so it's
2: all one story is it
0: i guess so 24 pieces Yeah, it's got a name it's like exit the something 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 mm-hmm. but, it's... but
2: it depends if it, is it just like an exit where they've just split it up in, like you know on the first day you get like one card and you've got to wait till the next day you get another card to sort of start working things out
0: i don't know i think every day is a separate puzzle
1: wow oh I, I was know. thinking it was all connected which would be cool to be like you get one piece of the puzzle today mm-hmm. and uh... try and figure this puzzle out so that you can add to it tomorrow but I don't okay. know.
0: Maybe we should buy it.
1: Oh yeah I mean give it a try.
0: Win. Which again leads me to the question, could any other games migrate to advent calendar form? <laughs> Ooh. Because um... I mean this you could where like each game, like each door you get a piece and then by the end of the 25 doors you've got everything you need to play the game. But then would that be boring because you can't use it until the end of the, you know, so it's like oh yeah yeah now I've got the green player and tomorrow I'll have the yellow player
2: what, what about one of these um storytelling ones like house of danger or something where you get a card every day and then oh, maybe you get a choice or you get two cards and you have to be like either pick, pick one or the other each day that could
1: work or what if it was like each day was a setup piece and so like you get tiles some days and then traps and so like your players are strategically building out the map and then on the final day you get the pieces and the rules
0: yeah. to play That'd be good, or like a dungeon crawler, in each door, oh, Ooh, just for, oh, right. You can you <laughs> open the door, and it's little perforated, and you tear it on the, and the door is the actual tile that you put on.
1: Oh, um, oh. I that like that idea.
0: Saving the environment. Yeah, yeah, that could work. There you go. Advent Look at this. We could it.
1: do a series of advent games. That's it. Let's start <laughs> our company.
0: It could be called Adventures. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs>
1: (laughs) (laughs) Perfect
0: (laughs) Get your checkbook out
1: (laughs) I have a question about advent calendars Are they only for Christmas Or can you do them any time Well I've never seen them any other time
0: They must be only Well because that is the name of the period right Advent isn't it That's what Is it Yeah
1: Yeah. Oh okay I don't know the history or the (laughs) meaning behind it I was like could you just do it for any holiday Could it be like Well this is an advent for Valentine's Day Uh, Oh no no, Because you have 1 to 25 don't you
0: Yeah but then all you need to do is just change it, change the name. It could be like just a countdown calendar or a, something you could count down to any old day you want. Oh, it's your birthday coming up. Here is a 31 piece countdown calendar. You just give it to them the month before.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Would,
0: don't get bogged down with Christmas. Just a countdown calendar. Done. Tick. See you on Dragon's Den or Shark Tank or Snake Pit or whatever <laughs> it's called in yours.
1: <laughs> what was it? Shark Tank. Shark Tank. Shark Tank. There you go. Gosh, Dragon's Den is such a cooler name. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: um and final bit of business uh so listeners if you remember from our board game boardroom episode uh bunty won with her pitch for jane austen and zombies and i made it for her for christmas but we actually met up and we played it and it worked and it was good fun so brag 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 (laughs) (laughs)
1: um
0: i won one game josie won another game but both humans the zombies didn't
1: win oh good so (laughs) Oh, (laughs) so my theory of the zombies having an easier time would didn't hold up
0: easier in the sense that less complicated i think but not easier in terms of winning maybe but who knows but yeah anyway so there you go i'm happy that that works play to win So as I said, this week we've been playing Tiny Library, which isn't out yet. It's coming out on Kickstarter at the end of the month, and it's by Longtail Games. And they basically put a tweet out saying, anyone interested in a little um, preview version of this? So I was like, yes, please. Um, So there isn't a box to read, but I do have the sort of promo material on my email, which I shall read for you now. And when I say now, I mean when I've tracked it. Down the email and open the <laughs> file. Here we go. Tiny Library is a deck of 50 single-card RPGs from dozens of different creators. Each card is a unique design representing a distinct vision. Tiny Library represents a rare opportunity for players to be genuinely surprised by a game. We think it's worth being a little mysterious. Um, in early June, Longtail launched the Tiny Library Jam in order to receive submissions and receive 90 different designs. Since then, the publishing process has been as hand off and punk as possible after selecting the best 50 the chosen games were not modified edited or changed in any way except to ensure that they each fit on a single bridge, bridge a single bridge sized playing card um so there you go so that's so they've got they put an open submission anyone got an idea for a game that'll fit on a card and they got over 90 and they've whittled it down so this deck of 50 are like the the best single card games on there it's almost you know like kickstarter is to to get people to fund your project but they've also like crowdfunded the actual making of the project <laughs> you know like hey everyone else just design our stuff for us and then when it launches <laughs> on kickstarter everyone else just pay for it and we'll make it all together and you know hey if you can get that to work fair play <laughs> that That enjoyment is impulsory. So what we did is we each chose a card to play through today, obviously. So we've not played all 50, we've played three. But I think that'll be enough for us just to get a taste of the sort of um, thing that was going on. So Riley, we had your game first, which was What Lurks in the Dark. Would you care to talk us through
1: it? Yeah, it's a pretty simple one. You just have two questions you have to answer, which is what is coming for you and what do you have to defend yourself and so you just choose those two things and then the other players kind of debate amongst themselves about whether you would survive or not and vote the night is quiet and you are not alone so you have two questions and and like six well six options on the first and five on the second so it says what is coming for you ghost demon doppelganger zombie werewolf vampire and then the second thing is what do you have to defend yourself my fists a knife a gun martial arts mystical knowledge nothing i hide a ghost and a knife
0: well you wouldn't survive because a knife would go through the ghost
1: right so So it's like well no
2: but you could um, well it depends how yeah how storytelling you want to be but you could have to do some kind of ritual to get rid of the ghost so you have to like get some blood and make like a blood thing and then you can get rid of the ghost so the knife would be
0: useful yeah but no (laughs) (laughs) Riley doesn't have the mystical knowledge to know how to do that it's just got a knife
2: Ah, right because the mystical knowledge is one of them all
0: right my vote is that Riley would die I all also have a knife and I am up against a doppelganger. Oh.
1: Oh, well, that's easy then. Just get him. Just <laughs> stab him. It's easy. Well, it's, good. it's not like somebody else has the knife and is looking at one copy of you and you and being like, which one? You're not looking at it and being like, which one am I? Right.
2: So I've got nothing. I hide. Nice. <laughs> and I'm up against doppelganger.
0: Depending on your level of hiding. I suppose hiding from yourself would be pretty easy,
2: right? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I think I, that sounds like I would survive, I would have thought.
1: You just hide behind a fr- empty frame and then whenever <laughs> it walks by, you just do whatever it does so it thinks it's a mirror.
0: And why did you choose it?
1: I thought it could be interesting, but I felt like it needed, I mean, should I get into this right now?
0: Yeah, okay. get into
1: it. <laughs> I felt like it needed just a little bit more to it. Like, like well, I, you guys rolled the die to determine both of your things. And I feel like you should do that and then explain why you think you could survive or how mm. you would survive it. And then the other players based on your answer would say like, yay yeah or nay. But the other way it is right now is like you both were kind of coming up with stories about why or why not uh, I'd survive and I'm not bitter because I died it's fine it's fine
0: (laughs) (laughs) well you shouldn't take a knife to a ghost fight that's
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I even got to pick mine
0: (laughs) um I just think like so I've printed these out and obviously it's got one side where it just has your two questions and then the other side is just the title what lurks in the dark I feel like they could have made maybe used a bit more of the card <laughs> to just add a little bit more explanation but a lot of these it.
2: cards are very simple one
0: yeah thing. and i think they, they're supposed the to be like
2: that they're very quick sort of starters of something or conversation starters or do you know what i mean it's i think they're all supposed to be a bit like that and they are all very i mean some are so simple yeah i agree like, but it's well, what you make of it i suppose or yeah. you can add to it yourself or true 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 <laughs>
1: workforce is a, a one,
0: one workforce so my game that i chose was uh, a crazy ceo pitch so we're all employees uh for this creative technology firm run by this lunatic ceo uh, and we pitch a product and then we roll some dice um and assign like how we spend our time you know and we can spend our time on creativity which lets you change a dice to a lower number sucking up lets you add different number whatever you you assign and you end up with a score and then you turn the card over and you see how you did based on your score, and after three rounds, uh, if you're still employed, because you could get fired, uh, then you're in the running, and then it's whoever just scored the most. You are VPs at a creative technology firm run by lunatic CEO, Victor Volkov. Volkov believes in creative blood rituals, flake it till you make it, and that unexplained mottos eventually find their way to meaning, so anything goes. Your goal is to pitch three projects to Volkov and come out on top, or at least keep your job. Your pitch lasts 30 seconds. Get creative, get weird. Volkov says that insanity will set you free. Orchestrate, innovate, disrupt. It is a, you know the war Cooler at like the office. It's one of those, but it's got like a creative drug in the water so that when everyone gets water from the water machine, it makes them super creative.
1: Drug your employees.
0: Hey, we said this Volkov dude, he, he, anything goes. He does not care about stuff like that.
2: And I invented, I don't know, I just called it App Face. I'm not exactly sure what it is. It's
0: <laughs> something that you put on
2: your face <laughs> like a computer screen. Like your face is naturally. Viewers viewer screen okay so you can like i started change your whole face that's as far as i've got on that one
1: beautiful i'm gonna go with the blood ritual thing here and say <laughs> that we all start cutting our fingers or hands and then putting blood on the motherboards and the processors and whatever computer parts and then we're like, we do a little ritual, blood ritual, to infuse our our energy into the computers. And then we are one with the technology.
0: You can do any of the following. So you can spend one time on creativity, which lets you change one dice to a lower number. Uh, formatting lets you change one dice to a higher number. Sabotage lets you change an opponent's dice. And sucking up uh, lets you add two or minus two to your whole score. Okay, I'm going to do two formatting and one sabotage. It's got a four, a one, and a one. So my two formatting let me flip two dice to a higher number. So I'm going to change both my ones to sixes. So that gives me a 16. I'm going to mess you up.
2: Plus two or two to your pitch score. Before
0: you do that, I'm going to use my sabotage and change your six to a one. So I got 16. Victor gives you a kiss on the forehead. Roll an extra dice next round and keep the best three. What was yours, 12? Mm. Victor is unimpressed, but he does need bodies at the desks, so you at least get to keep your job. And Riley, you got three. Yeah. You are so out there that Victor doesn't know what to do. Gain one extra time next round. What did it? I got a kiss on the forehead, so I guess that means Victor liked my idea of drugging the water cooler. So I'm gonna extend that um, and drug the vending machines <laughs> as well. Just keeping keeping the workforce medicated, I think, is the way forward.
2: I am gonna. Go yeah with sort of sustainable tech and genetically modified trees that can grow microchips as needed.
1: I will keep with the blood ritual thing too and say say that we've got to organize all of these blood pewters into a ritualistic circle design like a pentagram or whatever and that will summon the creative demons to help us be more productive
0: mark what was your total 14 victor (laughs) victor is disgusted he fires you on the spot What? 14 but he rehires you Mm. next round you only roll two dice let's see we've drugged the water cooler and the vending machine so now ooh, i'm going to you know like so everyone has like a staff budget to spend on food and stuff we want to make sure that people are using the vending machines so at the end of the day anyone with credit left on their account they have a little tag and it electric shocks you if you haven't spent all of your day's allowance on the drugged food and water so just you know just an incentive to to make sure that they are taking their medicine
2: i'm going to suggest that ceo victor turns himself into a robot and i've got some ideas in order to do that
1: instead of putting blood on computers, Put computers into blood. (laughs) uh, (laughs) So figure out a way to... Yeah. Put the... Put them computer chips in these veins of mine.
0: Oh, no. Victor says you're the wrong kind of insane. You're fired. He hires you back for the next pitch round. Oh, unless it's the final round, in which case I remain fired. So there you go. I am fired. If you're still employed after three rounds, you're one of the winners. If you want a single winner, total your three pitch scores the highest total wins. Okay, well, so I'm definitely the loser because I got fired. And I guess you win, Riley, because you've got the plus 15, right? Mark got 38.
1: Ooh, I got 40. Oh, Ooh.
0: I got fired. I chose that based on I was just thinking of time, really. I was thinking, right, hey, would this work uh with three of us online? And is it something relatively quick that we could play? Yes. And yes. But again, like there was that element of sort of when we were coming up with our pitches, there was no real guidance on that. So it was just a little bit of like, well, you know, how important is this to the game? Not really. It was just a bit of extra padding, wasn't it?
1: Really? Yeah, the die rolls were, you could have just been like roll it three dice three times and
0: yeah and see who gets the highest score and this is what it this is what it works out as yes please make sure you hit your fun quota mark your game
2: yeah well mine was (laughs) called itsy bitsy spider uh and basically a very simple just roll of the die uh you roll you all start your height at one and then if you roll above that you climb the spout if you roll below you get minus two and it's the first one to get up to six so a very simple die Rolling game. Itsy bitsy spider.
0: All right. (laughs) Got five. Which is bigger than your height, so you go up one. Yeah. That's it, right? Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) One. I've gone down down to one. (laughs) Five. Mark wins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh.
1: why um, did you
2: choose that? Well, because I was looking through some of them. I mean, some of them didn't really make that much sense to me. It depends. They're all of sort of different levels. Um, some of them were just, I didn't even understand what you had to do, really. Or <laughs> It's a very mixed bunch of things. Yeah. Uh, it's fun just looking through them all, though. But that one was like a definite, this is what you have to do. Very, very simple. Just need a dice and uh, and you can play. Whereas some of the others are more sort of uh, a guy, like create a character and then it's sort of up to you to, to go with that and yeah some of them you don't yeah as I say I don't even know what you're supposed to do
0: and I think that's the sort Uh, of big issue like it's a weird mix and I you know yes you're gonna get that when you open up like a an open submission loads of people have got different ideas and everything and that's cool because you can look through the cards and be like oh that one's cool that one I don't get but they're so random like some of them as you said are full like RPGs and it tells you how to generate your character there's one I think that even has a little map of the little town on it that you can go around Um, and then there's others that are more like conversational type games like um, What Lurks in the Dark and like the CEO pitch you know sort of discussion games but then there are others that are almost tools if you like so whatever RPG you're playing if you're stuck on how to make a decision there's a card that gives you like some easy way to do it and, and whatever and it's I don't know I just
2: but I I like it but I imagine this being something like so you take the cards down the pub or something as and, and or you're sitting around a, a party or something like that yeah, and you can just go through and just pick a card and do one of the different things or they're, very, you know, like quick sort of party game sort of in a way, or like you said, there are some like longer sort of RPG things. Um, I don't know, the theme is very... Well, there isn't uh, a theme. Well, is the it, only yeah, theme that's is the that thing. it, it the has, thing has to fit thought, on a card. <laughs> yeah, it has to fit on a card. So, so it's so different, but it, you know, it's the kind of thing you would just, yeah, chuck, you could bring with you wherever uh, and just sort of go through. So I can see the appeal of it. Um, but yeah, I, cause some of these I can see never like being like, I'm never going to do that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. What did you think of the mix, Riley? I mean, presumably you've had a look through.
1: Yeah, I looked through a lot of them. And some of them seemed really interesting. Like, I mean, some of the ones we played, but some of them were like activities. There was one that was an arrow and you just like throw the card in the air. Wherever it lands, you go the direction it's pointing. And then I think it said however far, I don't remember. But then you pick it up and the other side's blank. And it's like, you just flip it again and then go that direction. And it's like just just a silly little activity. Uh, There was one that... uh, What was the... Your dad... Or like, I'm your dad one.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah. Um. It's like, say hi... The next person that talks
0: to you, you have to say, hi, I'm your dad. And then roll a dice. And then...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do something, yeah. And then you do something fatherly or something or other.
0: Yeah. Which would be funny, but like... Right, so you know you said it's the kind of... You would take it down the pub. Mm. I agree. And it's the kind of thing, you know, like, oh, we're, we're stuck for what to do let's just pick a card from the library but i don't think you could do that because some of them need forward planning or some of them need you to be at like a party or whatever you know like um okay this is my favorite one although it's totally i don't know when you would play it but there's a card that just says um oh, where is it i am not your friend i am tilda swinton portraying your friend you may praise my work ask me for a hug ask me for a selfie um i might say no to some of these i mean okay that's not a game <laughs> <laughs> but that's just, you know, imagine you're at a party or you're at a wedding or you're at, I don't know, anywhere with lots of people that don't know you. You'd, <laughs> you'd be that one weirdo that everyone's like, OK, bye. Um, but what I'm saying is you couldn't just pick that randomly out of the deck. Oh, hey, today we're playing. Oh, no, that one doesn't work. Like, I think you would need to look through the deck and pick something specific that worked for the situation you were in, if that makes sense.
1: I almost feel like they could have. I mean, it, it's 50 cards. Right? Yeah. Like they should have done a deck of like, these are party situations. This is. Uh, RPG prompts because some of those were really cool like one I really wanted to do was like a western themed one.
0: Was it with the finger guns?
1: I think so. No no, that one sounded good too. No this one was just like it set up a western adventure that was kind of like a and d style thing. I think. Yeah Oh wait no this one might have been the finger guns one too. I like took a screenshot so I can't scroll to the full card <laughs> <laughs> but it sounded really interesting to me and some of the prompts sounded interesting like some of them would be like, make a character super quick. So it's just like four die rolls and bam, you have your character. Or, you know, this one had like, choose a threat and you roll a d6 and whatever that is. And then they want to do what? And then at, at a location. So it just had three prompts. And then based on that, you just have oh, an yeah, adventure. No, I it.
0: It's called Guns and Guile.
1: That's it. That's the one. And yeah. so it's like, that would be fun. I would have chosen that one probably, but it probably would have been more like, a, I don't know 20 minutes or or an hour even you know like because you're just doing essentially a little role-playing game um, yeah so they, they could have had like separate decks of like these are quick party games or this is just a short little game that you can play just based on the card these are activities
0: yeah and I think that's where even just like a symbol you know like a, a set of symbols a key or something of like how many players how long you know like you get on board game boxes yeah because they're all really good but they're not all appropriate for all times if that makes sense and particularly me probably not you two as much but I would have to enforce some sort of rule on how I would choose which card and when I would do it and <laughs> yeah that's the problem and
2: yeah.
0: I am struggling like this one is just an invitation you are in invited to planned activities venue who else is coming place this side of the card face down on the table and slide it across to your invitee that's not a game <laughs> that's, that's, that's a, I know
2: it's a bit random but like things like that have invitation. made the, the top 50 <laughs> like, and yet if that,
0: <laughs> some of the other 40 must have been awful then if this is
2: what <laughs> I they've gone tried to just go for that variety and not really thought about it yeah. as in how they would be used
0: I suppose like, I just think yeah there's a big random random mix which is lovely and it's almost the kind of thing that I would just sit and I would read through rather than I would play them mm. you know
1: <laughs> um, I think that's the thing if it was like if it was a deck of 50 things that all took if they were designed to be like 10 minute games or something yeah then you could just shuffle it and then it's like draw the top one and play that okay you finished mm. it draw the next one play it and just see mm. how many you get through in a night
0: yeah but then again also like Mark you said about taking them to the pub but then some of them need dice and some of them need like pens and paper and stuff
1: you don't bring your dice satchel everywhere with you i don't don't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's not a real game well no you can do that
1: you've got you can get a dice on your phone
0: that's true it's a good point modern age Mm -hmm. virtual dice roller yeah there you go okay yes Fine. So we take that. We play the first one. We play the second one, which is the arrow one, and we all end up walking into the road and getting hit by a truck. <laughs> yeah (laughs) um but yeah i mean like some of them are really good but are they enough like again i'm trying to enforce rules would i take the ones i like and put them on the spreadsheet or do i keep tiny library as a whole collection because like i could be right today we're playing wallet dungeons which actually looks really cool because you build a little dungeon out of dice
1: anyway i thought about that one because i thought that one looks cool but again that's sort of like an rpg or like that's like setting up an adventure right
0: yeah and i guess that's my other thing would like some of these you could just pick up and play but i think some of them you would have to have played big rpgs before because the cards are quite vague and they don't have all that explanation on yeah. whereas someone familiar with the rpgs would probably be able to pick it up and run with it from all the experience they've had but you know someone like i don't know just picking someone off the top of my head mark wouldn't pick one of these and be like <laughs> well what do you do <laughs> yeah so maybe they almost need like an uh, experience experience needed or no experience Needed, Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, because you can't just be like, Here's instructions for a GM, and they're like, Well, what's a GM? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, th- I got this because I thought it was like a card game,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think you'd get it, but there's probably only a small fraction of them that you would actually use or that you would actually be able to use often. I think, yeah, but
1: yes, if they numbered the cards and then had an index, so they could be like one through 15 are quick games yes 50 or 16 through 30 are RPG prompts something like that
0: yeah I think part of it so in the press pack thing it said that they didn't edit or change them at all other than to just make sure they fit on a card I think maybe they need to yeah to just to just make sure that they all of... make sense or that they all like okay um find the one if you can Riley I think it's right near the end so like 45 to 50 it's got a picture it's like an orange one it's got a picture of a dragon on
2: it oh this one yeah i don't oh. get that one yeah that's what i was looking at
0: right if you can riley Stark, tell us what this game is
1: <laughs> let's see i'm still searching for it wait let me see the picture of it i remember oh look there it is so it doesn't even have a name seven means place dice here that total seven burn one hero to pick new moves roll new dice so you essentially have okay if i'm understanding this right you have four heroes a rogue a mage a fighter a cleric and you get to choose one of their dice because they each have two dice listed oh okay. one I guess it's set so like the rogue you would roll three d4s or two d6s drop one die unless you roll a pair so they kind of have a handicap so if you rolled a one two and a three you would have to get rid of one of those but if you roll okay. a two two and a four then you get to keep them all and then like the mage so they all kind of have their own ability thing so
0: is the so everyone rolls their dice. And then is the idea to have the right dice that take away the dragon's hearts?
1: Yes,
0: I think it. And if you manage to cover up all the dragon's hearts, then you've beat the dragon.
1: I think so. So okay. it's almost like Yahtzee, right? Like you just need to roll three or greater on that one.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then dice that add up to seven. Oh no, okay, that's well, less that's than fun, three, huh? Whatever hearts. it is. None of that is explained on the card. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: you have. You definitely have to like piece it together. And I, we could be completely wrong. Like that's just how I'm in. Terms interpreting what i'm seeing
0: yeah i mean it looks pretty it does. like i was drawn to it because of how pretty it looks but then i read it and i was like i don't know how to play this <laughs> i don't know what it wants you could do this is just a solo game right you wouldn't this is
1: yeah i think you're it's like one player playing as all four of the adventurers because you can burn your hero in order to roll new die
0: yeah but then does burning them kill them no do they lose a life no so what's to stop you just whenever you get dice that you don't like oh i'm just gonna burn that one
1: well I I do. I mean, from my interpretation, I think you burn them like they're because you're fighting a dragon. So that's killing them. And so then you would get rid of like, choose one of them. I'd get rid of the cleric. So now I can no longer use their dice or uh, abilities. I don't know. It's interesting. And but I see what you're saying. Like, this is very open to interpretation. It could end up being like, no, each player is supposed to take their own person and see who can hit the dragon the most or something, you know? And
0: you're supposed to take turns and the dragon's called bug. Barbara and <laughs> <laughs> sign up today for your local fun patrol. Anyway. Right. So eclectic mix. Shall we frag? Well, can we frag? I mean, should we frag we it try. as like a concept or cause obviously it's not like we've played all 50 of these, but then some of them we can't play. Whatever. Should we just give it some scores? <laughs> fun. Riley, you can start us off. Oh gosh. You.
1: <laughs> fun. Was it fun? Like, I think there's some fun concepts, and some of them are definitely more fun than others. It's so hard because I'm sure that there are some that are total duds as well. So I'm going to go with like a three, okay. middle of the road.
0: Mark, what's your fun number? You've mm. just, from your comment, Riley, you've just reminded me of another one that I saw. So I'm going to try and find that while Mark mm. comes up. With-
2: yeah, it's really difficult because of all the different things. Yeah, so I'll say sort of, yeah, I'll say three as well. Um, Oh uh, mm, yeah, I'll keep it a three.
0: What were you debating?
2: Well, I'll put there's probably less. No, like, there's probably more that I wouldn't enjoy than I would. I think if you if I was totally up the fifty, yeah, I think.
0: Okay, I'm gonna go for a two. Ooh, for that reason. Well, I... it
2: is very un-sort of unordered. There's no, you can't order it or no do any sort of organisation on it.
0: And, <laughs> but even the ones that we played, like we chose our three because we thought they would be playable and that they would work. But even those... We still had to have a bit of discussion of, like, well, what do you think that means? And, like, the two talky ones, particularly, and even the Incy Wincy Spider, Itsy Bitsy, whatever, like, we got to a point, and then it was just like, okay, that's the end, meh. <laughs> you know, like, what's the I mean, what's for the like, payoff?
2: For, like, a Kickstarter thing, they've done pretty well because they've got other people to design and come up with the games, and then the person <laughs> has to work <laughs> out how to play the game themselves as well.
0: Yes,
1: yeah, <laughs> so, no
2: yeah. any Like, <laughs> literally, they haven't done any. <laughs> any work on it at all <laughs> they
0: put them together no into editing, a
1: nothing yet, exactly it's <laughs> like everybody else puts all the work in <laughs> i did i had fun with a lot i think i had fun with all of these to some extent you know Itsy Bitsy okay. Spider, based on the hit 1930s song. Uh, I don't know if that's true at all. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, is that real? That? <laughs> uh, but like, I think that one was the least interesting just because it was just rolling a die and you just had to roll higher than your space. I'm not saying that because I lost, whatever. Uh <laughs> I won yeah. the sun. No, I won the middle one, but I thought that one was also interesting, but it, where we were pitching our ideas, uh, but it almost could have used more direction. Like that could have been a game all by itself of like, you draw a situation or like a company and they need an idea. And then you, each person draws like a theme of like blood ritual or it needs to be organic yeah. or, you know, like, and then you have to build a pitch based on that. So like, it feels like it could have been something big,
0: Yeah, and definitely. And I think, yeah, just going back to what I said before, and this is probably an aesthetic thing, but some of the cards considering that's the space you've got. Like, some of them have loads of empty space that you're just like, come on, you could have put a little bit more information in here just to help clarify. And then others have really tiny, tiny writing and it's all packed in. Um, Okay, I've just found another. This is what, so Riley, you you made me think of this one. Um, I don't know where it is in the deck, but it's uh, Sun Z, military strategist, best-selling author. Outnumber your enemies, outnumbered yourself, flip a coin to get military advice from Master Sun. Okay. Heads gets you good advice. Tails gets you bad advice. Get the sixth for free. What does that mean? Like, what is that? And then on the back, notes. Using the cards in a fun way. Nobody wants tedious combat. Use the cards as an opportunity. Cards, there's only one. Use the cards as an opportunity to give your players some insights about their enemies. Let them flip a coin. Give them either good or bad advice, but hold them accountable to it. Make it fun for them to win or struggle. So, well, that is an game that's just something that you would put into another game that you're playing right like imagine we were playing bunkers and badasses and we didn't know how to beat the farty man in the ass house or whatever it was And you would just pull this card from your library and be like, ah, flip a coin. And so we flip a coin and you give us some bad advice. Kick him in the nuts. Like, I...
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, What well, I don't understand. Let them flip a coin give me the good or bad advice.
0: That seems almost too simple. Like, anyone who's DMing or BMing or GMing, like, if you've got the skills enough to GM a game, you don't need a card to tell <laughs> you how to give advice when people ask for it, right? Surely.
1: You'd think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'd hope. I don't know. Or maybe anyway. it's meant to be like an exercise of for your DM to be like all right, well, now I've got to come up with bad advice or your players have to come up with bad advice or something. I
0: suppose. But again, know. it could just have a bit more clarity on it. Um. Anyway.
1: Did you see Danger Race?
0: Um. Just what, what color is it? Describe it's it.
1: It's white with purple kind of headers. And it is just like two sides of walls of text. It's okay if you don't find it. But This is, this has got to be like the biggest description. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I didn't even read it, but it's just like, holy cow. That is a lot of text on the card for racing.
0: Okay. Look at this. Right. The last hurrah. When it's time to part ways with your group in favor of something new or leave your life of adventuring to retire, gather everyone together for one last hurrah. Answer the questions below either privately or share them with the group. Okay. We're going to do this. This is going to be our sign off today at the end of the episode. Before we part ways, guys, we're going to do the last hurrah. I'm going to save that. There we go. Right. Replayability. Uh, Mark, start us off.
2: Um, well, I think it's got a lot of replayability because there's so... The, of the amount of games and the number of ways you can interpret them. So I'm going to say four.
0: Okay. Because it has. That's it's true. got that. straight true. I'm going to go for three because I think like we said before, there are a number of these that either are too complicated or too vague. You know, yes, there's 50 but are there 50 fully-fledged games that I would actually play? No, I don't think there are. Um, and part Part of the the ball ache in that respect is sifting through them each time and finding which ones I would play and which ones I wouldn't. So three from me,
1: Riley. I was thinking the same thing, three, because if I would play the games I would play, I would probably only play once. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm good. Like, And then after, yeah. actually, I might even go two. And then there's a bunch of games that I don't think I would ever either get to play just because it seems confusing or or want to play for one reason or the other.
0: Yeah, and that's true, actually. Like, could I imagine playing the... Your, I could probably play your game more. It's very quick. But I would go off-piste. And rather than just limiting to the six choices, you know, okay, okay, how about... Would I be able to beat... Um, your mum and all I'm armed with is uh, a role of celotate. You know, it's the, it's the sort of game that you could adapt for anything. Would I play my CEO game again? Probably not, because even during the game, by round two or round three, we knew what scores we were aiming for. And so you just go for it and you just engineer it to get what you want. Like, I don't see that being infinitely replayable. Would you play Itsy Bitsy Spider again, Mark? Yeah, maybe once. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Fair
0: <laughs> um cool aesthetic i'm gonna start off on this one i'm i'm torn because on the one heart i want to say like a four or something because each you know each card has its own style and they all look very pretty and as a collection you've got a set of pretty looking unique cards that are interesting to flick through but on the other hand as i've said some of them use the space a lot better than the others and so for every one that looks looks beautiful and pretty and lovely there's another that's like that's a bit of a waste of a (laughs) a bit of a waste of space or that's so tiny like you're going to be squinting to read it Mm. so my three
2: um yeah i'm gonna say three same thing yeah okay great collection of cards actually they could have done they could have tweaked the design on some of them they're not all the best designs i know they're all different but they're not always no great
1: is this supposed are they supposed to be business card size or playing card size it said bridge. Oh, Okay, so that's, I mean, that's just
2: no, playing cards. That's right? just playing card size,
1: yeah. Oh, okay, so like when it's done, it could just be a like a deck of cards, a very small, yeah. pretty packaging. I don't know. I'm torn between three and four, but I think I'll go three because this, like, collectively, I think it'd be it's a cool concept and would look good on the shelf. But at the same time, like once you get into it, it's kind of a, a mixed bag. Mm.
0: Yeah, I think it's one of those things that you would have. Just as like a conversation piece, or just as a like, you wouldn't have it as like a hardcore game that you'd play every game night. It would just be like, oh, I've got this, and it's pretty back on the shelf with you. <laughs> 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 sort of um, right, Riley, start us off on gameplay.
1: Oh gosh, how do you even again, determine a difficult this?
0: Because we haven't played all of them. But
1: I know. I mean, based on what we've played, I think I might go with two because the descriptions were very lacking. You know, we can creatively come up with it, but that's again putting the burden of gameplay on us The Mm. burden of mechanics and flushing out the game which is a fun little exercise but i don't know but not everyone's
0: as creative you know like we could do it because we are gamers and we play a lot of games but if if you've got i don't know small children i'm not you know small children but children or non-gamers or whatever they probably wouldn't be able to spin that into a game but then they're the kind of people that would buy this probably not that's true
1: there's a target audience (laughs) But
0: yeah. Um, Mark, what do you reckon for gameplay?
2: Yeah, do you know what I say two just because of the lack of information and just you just gotta work out what you're doing once you've chosen a card. That, that takes long
1: enough to work out what it actually is. <laughs> that was yeah. a game in itself. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I'm also gonna go for two. I think hit and miss, and for everyone that is a feasible workable game, there's at least one other that is not a feasible workable game. Or like you said, with the arrow one, it's just an activity. Like when do I stop? Do I you're not allowed to stop until you somehow get back to your own house. <laughs>
1: yeah. Or um, hi, name, I'm dad is like, <laughs> yeah. it's very entertaining, but is you it, could only it, do is it once? a game? Yeah. As
0: soon as you did it again, they'd be like, oh, he's doing that dad card again. <laughs> you know, we're not going to invite him next time. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Well, that gives it a frag of 10.6. Only just over halfway. Yeah. The problem is I really like the idea I just just don't know
1: (laughs) I know it's so hard because it, It does have potential And looking at some of the games I'm sure if we sat down for like two hours and just forced ourselves to I mean it might take more than two hours on some because some are just prompts but some of the RPG elements if we were going for that aspect I think it would rate higher because it's like oh we were able to make this game happen super fast
0: yeah but then I guess that's part of the, the random mix it takes too long to go through and find one that works for what you're doing at the time yeah like some of them are instant just pick and plays and others require a lot of planning you know so like there are some you know I did pages and pages of notes for kids on bikes I'm sure you've done the same for bunkers and badasses some of the you would have to do the same for some of these you'd pick the card as a starting point okay we're we're um, cowboys in a western town or whatever but you'd still have to plan out the whole story and sort out your sequence of events and have a a gaming mechanism you know like it's all very well having prompts okay yeah we've got some bandits and they've attacked the local store and they want to steal the da 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 but you You've still got to come up with uh, a combat mechanism, a turn mechanism, a life mechanism, you know, a health and all, you know, you've still got to come up with all those extra necessary features.
1: Yeah. Otherwise,
0: it's not a game. It's a, I don't know, (laughs) it's a nothing. (laughs) um mark is this a win or not Mm,
2: yeah it's it's a good idea a good concept but it actually needs a bit more work put into it i think to make it successful so i'm gonna say no it's not a win that's
1: that's fair I'm so that excited because it keeps the win at <laughs>
0: 69.29 <laughs> to the gamers. <laughs> Although, do you know what this does mean? Surely, this is a miniisode. We each have to make our own little card-sized. Well, well do you know what I was thinking? Game. You could
2: make your own little. You could do your own lot of this. Just and uh, maybe put a theme in, yeah, or something, and yeah, just pick and choose the. You know, use this as a starting point. Or just find there's lots. We'll just come up with little games and stuff that fit onto a card, and just make your own sort of little library of cards you can take to the pub or whatever. Yeah, yeah I think you can do that. I want to do that.
0: So What's the next challenge, guys, we're going to make a, a one card game.
1: We each have to make a one card game. Yeah, and see if we can do it better. Well, and then we'll yeah. be eating our words. like yeah. you know what? Fives all across the board. They did great. <laughs> <laughs> it's harder than it seems. <laughs> yeah.
0: Without a thumb, there can th- be no function. Th- uh, Riley, before before we say goodbye and do the last hurrah, do you just want to plug the uh your the. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you want to plug the board game community show, which I was on last week, guys? Yes.
1: He was. He was back on. He's on episode three and on episode 21, I think, which was a lot of That's fun. People one. have been <laughs> loving that episode because it's. it wasn't like an interview with Phil. Phil was just co-hosting with me and it was... All in one take and so yeah. much fun. No
0: edits. Basically, no edits. Like live, a live show.
1: It was. <laughs> and it was fun. I actually went back and listened to it yesterday and I was like, this was a good time. I want to do this more.
0: <laughs> I and mean, yeah, I did listen through it, even though I was there at the time. I did. I did listen to it through again. So, yes. But
1: uh, yeah. So it. where can people find you? Oh, yeah. At uh, nerd out with us on Twitter. And then the Board Game Community Show, wherever you listen to podcasts. Excellent.
0: Right. Here we go then, guys. The last hurrah. Oh, boy. Um, It's time to part ways with the group. So we're going to answer the questions below and share them with the group. Why are you leaving? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Riley. Why are you leaving? Why aren't you staying on Zencastr forever?
1: (laughs) Oh, I've got to go feed the bunny. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. (laughs)
2: Mark,
0: why are you leaving?
2: Um uh, I'm gonna go yeah, get some
1: food.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm leaving just because we've come to the end of the episode and yeah, otherwise exactly. longest episode ever. Where are you going <laughs> and what do you hope to find once you get there?
2: Um I'm going upstairs. <laughs> and I hope to find
1: some <laughs> I don't know. Some food already made for you. Yeah, some food ready made for me, yes. <laughs> just there.
0: That won't happen unless I go upstairs first.
1: <laughs> and I'm going downstairs to hopefully find my bunny alive and happy.
0: <laughs> I'm going also upstairs. And let's go for, I hope to find that the house has not been robbed.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay. That's a good hope.
0: Um, what are you most looking forward to in this new stage of your life? <laughs>
1: um what am i most looking forward to uh sustenance (laughs) (laughs) excellent you know i'm really hoping to find a deeper meaning to life you know it just all feels so empty i just hope that i can feel something anything
0: (laughs) (laughs) um i'm most looking forward to i don't know just growing as a person really just you know (laughs) Doing some soul searching, etc., uh, in this new stage of my life, which we will call Sunday evening. <laughs> um, once you've reflected on your reason for leaving, it's time to remember the time you spent together with everyone. Tell each of your teammates your favorite memory of your time together and what you'll miss most about them. Riley, my favorite memory of this this one hour 28 um recording was the time when you got killed by that ghost (laughs) got it (laughs) uh mark my favorite memory of you was when you were the best spider at climbing up the drain (laughs) pipe so well done
2: Oh, well, yeah, I've, well, this has all been my best memory of playing this game (laughs) and
1: enjoying these cards.
0: (laughs) It's going to be a hard one to top. Riley, what what fond memories have you got?
1: Oh, beating both of you at the CEO pitch. You know, that was very fond. You know, you guys just bombing it, I guess. You didn't bomb it.
0: (laughs) I (laughs) got fired.
1: You did get fired. Mark's still there. He just didn't do as well as me. That's all. Yeah, I'm still got my job.
0: Mark's just Joe Average for every pitch. It's like, it's not bad enough (laughs) to have you killed. But Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. Is that what happens when he fires you? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, he sounds like (laughs) the kind of guy that would kill you. It's true. And what I'll miss most about you guys is you guys. You're just so much fun. (laughs) Aw.
0: When you've done that, it's time to go. Say goodbye one last time and tell the group what you hope for them in the future (laughs) mark i hope you find sustenance riley i hope you find your bunny alive and well thanks you're welcome
2: (laughs) well yeah um yeah i hope uh i hope we all have a good rest of the day (laughs)
1: yeah i hope you find deeper meaning in your life bill or uh you know whatever it was yourself find yourself that's what it was sure uh you know and that you can become a good person that's what no (laughs) just kidding you're a great person challenge (laughs) (laughs) and mark i hope that you can eat something thank you've been snacking on something what have you been snacking on oh blueberries oh yum (laughs) all right
0: there you go he's healthy (laughs) um well yeah can i lower my scores (laughs) (laughs) no no you can't Right, yeah. Well, I've been Phil.
1: Um, I've been Mark. And I've been Riley.
0: And remember, non relinquim in Arca perculo
2: Well, not this one. If
0: you can find <laughs> if you can find one of the cards that you want to, non relinquim in arca perculo. Um, you can find us on Facebook at organized fun pod, you can find us on Twitter at Fun, organized. Bye, Ludifiles. Bye. Thanks bye. for listening. Bye. Hey, guys, do you think I could beat a
1: werewolf with a stick? I'm dead, so bye. Now is the time, time when I we stop. Go. Good night. night.